I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. So part of this story is that I was in a Baptist church where our pastor in South Texas said, uh, you know, as Baptists, we know our Bibles backwards and forwards. I mean, I find entire physical objects in my Bible, and this is just my latest one. Like, but, you know, I'm big on this word. And he said, but we don't know the Holy Spirit. He said, we're like uh, children of a divorced parent. You know, we have all of the word we could possibly think we want, but we don't know how to relate to the Holy Spirit. So we went on a journey as a church to find the Holy Spirit, and that can be kind of messy, right? But, oh, nobody would go back. You know, once we got a taste of the fact that God was speaking and that God wanted to give dreams and God wanted to give words of wisdom, and it wasn't long till I was feeling very um, overwhelmed because I had all these journals, scraps of paper, bulletins with things scribbled on them, and I was like, God, I know I'm not connecting the dots here because... I've got stuff all over the place. So I'm fascinated with business. I'm fascinated with data. I love spreadsheets. And I started a spreadsheet on my computer. And I started putting all those words in that spreadsheet just as fast as I could. Here's the date. Here's the essence of the word. Here's who said it. Here's the conference we were at. Here's a comment. Like, I don't know where that came from, but I'll watch it. Or it's discernment, right? We test. We test the words. And so over time, I developed a process I call stewarding the prophetic, stewarding the promises God's given us. And this is something I teach uh, at IHOP. It's something I'm going to talk a little bit about here at the encounter service tomorrow night. And here's my little workbook. Here's what I did. Here's how I somehow made some sense out of what the Lord was speaking. And, you know, you can't work on everything all at the same time, and you're not supposed to. So the Lord has a way of saying, this is a promise for this season. And that's what he began speaking to you about this morning. This is, this is a dream for, for now. This is something for you to think about today. And the reason you need these buckets to put things in for your mind is so that you don't get, uh, so that you don't despair for lack of fulfillment because you didn't understand the season. The sons of Issachar understood the times and seasons and knew what Israel ought to do in that time. So God has discernment for you. God has timing for you. And God wants to equip the spirit-led women of today and tomorrow to run for the long haul, to run in purpose, to bring prosperity in your life, as as we read about this morning, in your spirit, to pursue this, this holy journey with the Lord over the long haul. We've made God too cheap. We've relegated him to a dream giver and fulfiller, an ATM machine, a vending machine. Oh, I want this and this. I push A13 and out comes, right? 
God is so much bigger than that. The thing that will allow you to sustain over the course of your life and sail in strong at the end on your appointed day, we all have one, will be this relationship with God that lasts into eternity, this diligence to entertain what he's telling you and take a few notes. I love your story about your nursing exam, but I bet you took a few notes in nursing school, didn't you? You know, you read a few books, and, and we all do that when we're learning. Well, why would we not do that with the Lord? I, I hear people say, well, I have this word for X, Y, Z, or this promise for something in my life, and if it's, if it's the Lord, it'll just happen. And most of the people I know that have stepped into a measure of what the Lord has invited them to, it's involved real partnership, uh, real listening, real prayer, real waiting, real going to God for the season. Is that, am I making sense? Okay. You don't want to be working on something out of season and just spinning your wheels. So, I've asked you several times this morning, what are you doing with what God's put in your hand? What are you doing with what God's given you? What's, what he's put in your heart? What he's deposited in you? And I have something that I want to uh, teach you to do in the next 15 minutes. If we could get those handouts out to the people in the room, that would be helpful. And I'm going to tell you what's coming to you. See, when I... Uh, was scribbling a prayer on a tablet in a faculty meeting. 19, I'm 125 years old, by the way. So, um, 1992. Uh, Y'all, and don't raise your hand if you weren't even alive then. I don't want to know about it. But this still works in 2018. That's what you need to know. So I was scribbling a prayer and saying, Oh God. Give me something new. Give me something I have to depend on the Holy Spirit like never before in my life. And I'd been teaching college business. I had some internships that I was leading. And the, it was not a couple of weeks till the answer to my prayer began unfolding. It's not always that quick, but this one had been coming a while because he'd separated me off on that patio, taught me to get in the Word and begin to process and hear the Lord and make some sense of things and connect some data points. And so as our dean was giving us a preview of the semester, I just thought, Lord, I don't think I can do this one more time. I've got to have something fresh, something new. I love my students, love my coworkers, but I was asking for the big gauntlet to be thrown, thrown down. So here's what happened. And I'm giving you this as an example of what did I do with what was in my hand. This was the hunger in my hand. These were skill sets in my hand that God had deposited. And so the college president says, look, we're going to have to do something brand new. We've got a bunch of big corporations in our community that need corporate training. And what we're doing is not fitting the bill. It was on the academic cycle, too slow, too lethargic. And I, boy, did I get the answer to my prayer. So this new journey had me working and praying around the clock for a couple of years. We had young Heidi and Holly were about 8 and 10. And um, my husband and I discussed this. And he said, you know, I, I think, baby, you're really supposed to do this. And he said, I'm going to need to do some things you've been doing in our home for a while. And he said, I'm willing to do that. And so, you know, we kind of talked that all through. 
And in this journey, I would write out prayers for staffing, for projects, for how to do things I had never in my, done in my life. And God would have the phone ring or have a person walk in my office, and it was just like one thing after the other began just clicking, clicking, clicking. Twelve years forward from that point, looking back, we'd been profitable from year one. We had trained 150,000 participants who came through our doors. We had built a corporate learning center. It was high-tech and beautiful. It was the talking thing of the town. And people came from all over the world to see it because they didn't understand how a college and corporations and the community could partner like this. And I would give tours. I would give the talk. And I would tell them they were always like, so how did you do that? Like, how did you know to do that? And it was just hilarious because it was what the Lord led me to pray for and what the Lord led me into. And God showed me every prototype. God showed me systems. God shined on what we were doing. I built a high-performance team, people I'm friends with now, people that have called me to their deathbed uh, in later years. Because what was I? I was actually their pastor. <laughs> and people say, well, is that in a Christian college? That's the first question I get every single time. And I say, you know what? That was in a public college. And I said, no, I'm a praying woman. You don't have to hang out a shingle with a fish on it to do Christian work. <laughs> it's fine if you do, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of other undercover work that is pretty cool. So over the years, I got, I cut my teeth on prayer in the marketplace. I absolutely loved it. My first job was when I was 16. I sold tickets at the Rio Movie Theater, and I thought I was all that. And my mom had a love for work, and my dad, and they would talk about their work at night, and I was born for it. Now, the truth is, like I said earlier, everyone's working, even if you're saying, well, I don't have a job. Everyone I've talked to today has a job. You're raising your children, you're cleaning houses, you're working at a part-time thing, you're working in the church, so just, just settle it. I'm a working woman. As uh, all of this started happening... Somewhere in it, I had the knowing that what I was actually developing were prototypes that I would teach other people over the years, which is what I'm doing today and what I do all the time in the, in the conferences we do. I do some high-end business coaching for entrepreneurs. I, put, I just had an event called Breakthrough to Success where we took four days, helped people clarify their dreams and get their plans in order to walk them out. And it's just who I am. It's who I'm wired to be. So you can change the setting, you can change the title, but every time you stand me up, some of this is going to come out because it's my assignment. It's what God's given me to bring forward. So as I experienced that, I found a lot of things that worked, and I found a lot of things that didn't work. And what I did with what God put in my hand over those years was to produce something called Prayer Plan Your Life. OnFire.Global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.OnFire.Global.